Good afternoon. It is December 12th, 2019, and you're listening to Be a Better Human podcast. And I'm so excited to share with you all today about this wonderful woman of the Lord, Hannah. And um, I'm going to actually do a series on just this chapter, First Samuel chapter 2, because I really want to dig deep into this. And the Lord just gave me this today, actually. So I'm thankful to him for this word. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to start from verses 1 to 7. And and the emphasis is on 7. So with no more further ado, let's just jump into it. So if you have your Bibles, let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 2. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoiceth in the Lord, my mind born... My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee. Neither is there any rock like our God. Talk no more so exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth. For the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. Verse 4. The bow, the bowels of the mighty men are broken, and they that that stumbled are girded with strength. They that were were full have hired out themselves for bread, and they that were hungry ceased, so that the barren have borne seven, and she that hath many children is waxed feeble. Verse six: The Lord killeth and maketh alive; he bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. Verse seven. The Lord maketh poor and maketh rich. He bringeth low and lifteth up. Now, this was so amazing to me because uh, that I ended up seeing these words of Hannah and how on the other side of her grief and the other side of her waiting and wanting for a child, here she is in triumph and she's talking about the the birth and the goodness of the Lord. Uh, in when he, when her petition was answered, and so um, there's a progression of time throughout this chapter. So I wanted to stop there for today because I really wanted to really soak in verse seven, where she says, "The Lord maketh poor and maketh rich; He bringeth low and lifteth up." And it references Job one, verse twenty one. And I wanted to go there real quick. Job 1 verse 21. Because that's what I was actually looking at earlier when I when it cross-referenced this uh, other verse of Hannah. So in Job 1 verse 21, he's just getting all these bad updates of things that are going on in his life, right? And I'm trying to see... Um, so let, even before we get to Job 1, verse 21, let's back up to verse 18 in that same chapter where it says, "Where While he was yet speaking, there came also another and said, Thy sons and thy daughters were eating and drinking wine in their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house and it, and in fell, and it fell upon the young men and they are dead. And I only am escaped alone to tell thee. Verse 20. Then Job arose and rent his mantle and shaved his head and fell down upon the ground and and worshipped. In verse 21. And said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so the reason I wanted to read it in the context, because I wanted you to realize that Job is saying this after he just got the news that not one, not two, but all of his children have been killed. And this was just another update from um, his crops being destroyed and some other un, un um, you know, uh, some other unexpected things that had also happened. But this was his response. And it says that he worshiped first in verse 20. He was he was upset about it, but he still went down upon the ground and worshiped the Lord. So this was the, the full body, the full um, consecration if he was on the ground in a worship posture. So it wasn't that phony when we just got one hand and went one finger or one hand in the air and we're just kind of like moved by the worship music and, and you know, like, and there's nothing wrong with that kind of worship. But this is, this was the, the full, almost like head to the ground posture that he's still worshiping the Lord and blessing the Lord after he got this horrible news. And then he had to just look at the whole concept of, wait a minute. I can be overtaken by this news, but, or I can, or I can just take, take it and uh, swallow it and put it back on the throne, put it back, put it back at the feet of the Lord and see what, what he has for me, see what um, he wants me to get out of this. And he took it all the way back from the beginning before he had a title, before he was married, before he had kids. And he said, you know, I really don't own anything because I came in without anything and when I leave, I'm going to leave the same way. So how can I really get mad at the Lord for taking these children, taking the crops, taking, you know, overnight, basically um, the blessings that I had, a lot of them have now become almost a curse in, in one day unto me. But instead of him focusing on all that and asking, Lord, why? And and what did I do? Who Who's after me? Is this the devil? You know, he didn't do any of that. He worshiped and he still blessed the Lord. And then in verse 22, it says, In, in all this, Job sinned not, nor charged God foolishly. Now, that is, that's a word all by itself. And everything that happened in his, in, in his uh, day, or in leading up into to this crisis and this time of affliction for Job, he did not sin nor charge God foolishly. So we have to we have to think about we have to think about the the words of Hannah and how she put it pretty much the same she put pretty much the same beginning uh phrase and she kind of you know ended it in the same way that Job ended it by saying, you know, the Lord can bring down whoever he wants to and he can exalt whoever he wants to. And but in her in her context, she's looking at how he's brought so many things that were, you know, a hopeless situation into a hopeful and now a beautiful blessing. And then, in, but then we have the, the the situation with Job, where he's in the middle of the fight of his life. He's in the middle of turmoil. He's in the middle of trans, you know, trans just totally. Uh, being transgressed upon <laughs> and you know what most people call you know his darkest hour uh probably a depression about to try to come in and try to take his toll or trying to take it, it take its place in, in this um circumstance but he's refusing 
he's refusing to allow himself to go that direction. He He's really allowing God to be God. And he's basically saying, hey, whatever I thought was was something that I'm losing, I if I had the right perspective, he's in this particular situation, he has the right perspective because he's saying, yes, these were my, these were my blood. These were people that were my children, right? But I can sit here and I can, I can be hurt and I can, I can stumble and I can start charging God foolishly about this. Or I can take the high, it's not even taking the high road. It's just basically after he worshiped, he realized see, the Holy Spirit is probably what revealed to him that God is the one who makes the final call. And we don't get to basically cross-examine the Lord about why he did something in our lives. Even though it's so personal to us, it hurts us, um, it, it causes us to, to have a certain feeling about it, we have to realize, wait a minute, before I even was able to cry or say anything and even know that I was going to grow up and have all these children and all this wealth and this wife and all these things, I was just a person that the Lord brought into this world. And I was just here waiting for the next milk to come from my mom. Or I was just here waiting for the next diaper to be changed, you know? And when I leave, if I leave at 99 or I leave at 29, there's not one thing that I'm going to be able to hold on to in that departure. Not one person is going to be there to help me make that transition except for the Lord. And so that's what he basically understood. And that's what Hannah um, is bringing out in this passage as well. And so I just wanted to say, I hope you're encouraged. I will continue on next week from this same passage and I will expand on these thoughts. But I just wanted to um, encourage you in this. And when you have time, read Second Samuel chapter 2. Because um, I'm going to try to do some some different things in 2020 where I'm going to... I'm sorry, it's First, Sam, it's first Samuel chapter 2. I don't know if that's what I said it correctly. And, and read that whole chapter. Because um, coming up in 2020, I'm going to try to have it where it's interactive. And I'll have things that we kind of um, talk about. Talking points that we're going to be reading through the Bible. And... Um, the way I like to do things and the way I, I'm living my life now is I don't want to do anything like in a ritualistic way or it has to be systematic where, okay, if we're in first Samuel this week, next week, we're going to still be in first Samuel. Um, I'm only going to be on certain passages as long as the Lord tells me to be on certain passages. But if those who, who listen to me, it's not many, that many of you, but I'm happy for the few people that I do have listening to me, if you have a certain passage of scripture that you love or that you want to um, kind of study together, and then um, I can have some talking points, but then it's something that we also can uh, study as a study together. I'm be doing some Zoom um, podcast type of things where once a month I'll be doing Zoom as well. Instead of just only having this podcast, I will also have times where we can all get together, you know, the, the, the few of us. Because not in the numbers for me, but it's in I really want you guys to get something out of this. And, to, you know, you're giving your time to listen to me once a week. And so I want to be able to also sew in um, to those who really want the Bible study aspect of um, 
of um having you know um feedback basically you know like being able to talk and bounce ideas off of each other um i would love to do that i've already promised a couple people that i would do that even before i started doing the podcast and that's almost been a year now so i wanted to go ahead and i will be doing that in 2020 and so um let me know if there's any particular passages of scripture that you want to study um, and I will try to start putting them on my calendar because for the rest of December, because this is the second podcast for December, next week I'll be in the same First uh, Samuel, First Samuel chapter two. And um, for now, I believe the rest of December is going to be this particular passage of scripture. But for January and February, I will be doing it in advance. So if you know passage, if you if you know something that you want to discuss or a topic that you want to discuss you can uh, definitely text me and then I can prepare for it. And then we'll also do a Zoom on that topic. Um, we'll we'll do it probably on a Sunday afternoon um, in January, probably late January. So um, thank you again for listening. So happy that you tuned in. And remember, be a better human.